Hey guys, welcome back to the Amber Lash Artistry Podcast. I'm Shree Amber, owner of Amber Lash Artistry, and my husband Matthew is co-host of this podcast as well. So today we are talking about imposter syndrome. I recently just found out what it was, didn't realize that I have been dealing with this for my whole entire life. And I'm actually going through the journey of trying to conquer this imposter syndrome. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Imposter syndrome. I'm going to read the definition of imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of accolades. I don't know if that's how you say that. Um, this mindset of feeling less than can both lead to and reinforce the belief that you don't really belong in your academic or professional environment. Imposter syndrome can worsen mental health system symptoms, creating a cycle that's difficult to escape. Uh, what causes imposter syndrome? This is something that like I just kind of Googled to kind of give you guys an idea um, if you don't know what imposter syndrome is. But what causes imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is likely the result of multiple factors including personality traits such as perfectionism and family background. One theory is that imposter syndrome is rooted in families that value achievement above all else, which my case is a little different. I don't think it's achievement. I think, well, I know it's from like there's one core memory for me that I remember when I was a little girl, I wasn't even 10 years old yet. And I remember going to the back shed with my dad to go just, you know, your little girl and you just want to be with your, your parents. Like you just love your parents. That's all you know. And I remember going to that back shed with my dad and I was playing with some of his tools and he turned around, looked at me, snatched whatever was in my hand out of my hand and said, he said, um, you just get in the way all the time. Get out of here. And from then on, I was always, I was always told that type of stuff. I get in the way. I'm too sensitive. I'm a crybaby. I'm... I'm a brat or, you know, you don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think that's where mine stems from, like being verbally told those things from my parents from a very, very young age. Because you do you think that you were trying to, you know, from a young age, trying to uh, get their approval? Yeah, and, and I, not, I struggled with that too for so not, long. Not be the the little girl 
going out to the shed with your dad and getting in the way. Yeah. Yeah, just seek, seeking for that approval all the time. Up until, what, two years ago, you know, with my parents, just trying to be accepted by them, you know, and other people around me or us, you know. You just kind of recently, though, you know, maybe, what, maybe two, three months ago, you didn't even know what imposter syndrome no, was. No, I didn't. And I always wondered why I struggled with all these, like, thoughts or these feelings or, like, I I wasn't good enough or, like, I can't really do anything or my accomplishments, like, were meaningless. And, yeah, up until three months ago, I barely found out what imposter syndrome was. Like, I didn't even know what it was. And you kind of connected that to, like, holy crap, that's that's yeah. exactly what I'm dealing with. Yeah. It was to the T, just to the T when I heard the definition when. Yep. And it kind of, like, it kind of broke my heart, actually, because... Like, I tend to not talk talk about things. Like, all my life, I always kind of just held everything in. But recently, you know, after I decided to just start changing these things that I struggle with and start speaking about it, it's kind of been easier, you know? Because I'm literally, like, smack dab in the middle of it right now. Yeah, he's just kind of figuring out what it is and what's why it stem, what stems it in you. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of in the beginning stages of trying to handle it because it's been a bit like now that you realize it's been a huge deal in your life for since you were a little kid, not yeah. self doubt and. I'm I'm not good enough and am I good enough? What if what if everybody sees me fail or sees me as this or that? Like Yeah. Am I really It's affected me personally. It's affected me in my business. Like because even taking it into my lashing. Remember I used to just be like, man, like Maybe I'm not as good as so-and-so. Like, I took the same class, but, like, why am I still questioning myself? Like, why am I still... Why do I... I don't know how to even explain it. Like, why do I still think that I'm not capable? Do you think it stems from... You you just revert back to those feelings and those past hurts Mm -hmm. and you don't actually look at the facts no it's it it's kind of just almost instinctive because i deal with the same thing as you do and i think a lot of times instead of when we get into that position Mm -hmm. or like say if somebody um somebody recognizes you for something you did good yeah. Something you achieved or, you know, I notice when 
anybody says, man, you're doing great in your, your business and this and that. And you're just like, uh, yeah, I get really like, like yesterday or the other day, like when someone asks me about me or like what I do, I hesitate. It's really hard for me to, and they see what I do already, you know, I like, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of like, I, I get not afraid, but like I get embarrassed or because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm, I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or or I don't want to sound like. I'm the greatest person in the world, you know, like I'm all that. I don't know. Yeah. But a lot of times I just feel like I like kind of sink into like my neck sinks into my shoulders and I'm just like, um, you know. So what, how, how were you able to get to the point where you kind of figured out where where this kind of stems from because you say it comes from when you're a kid and mainly your parents right yeah what'd you say but how did you it's got to be kind of painful to think back and and it it probably doesn't feel very good no it feels pretty emotional especially like right now (laughs) it kind of how did you get to that point where you kind of were able to figure that out for somebody who deals with like self-doubt and imposter syndrome i know you haven't figured it out you're in the middle of it you're trying to kind of heal and and overcome this this hurdle it's been a huge a huge thing in in Mm -hmm. your life but for someone who might be saying dang i i deal with that how would you kind of how would you what advice would you give them to kind of figure out? Because the first step is to figure out where that that stems yeah, from. Yeah. Yeah, that would be first step. Try to, like, don't dismiss your feelings, you know. Just sit back and, like, if you remember a memory when you were a kid, like, like I recently just told you about that memory because it was, like, hidden, you know. Like, and then I found out what imposter syndrome was and then just uh, out of nowhere that memory popped up and so when you have those feelings or those thoughts um acknowledge them don't like dismiss them and like because when you dismiss them then you're just kind of stuffing it down and you're not dealing with it like deal with those feelings and acknowledge that you're feeling that way and talk about it for me, all of my life, like I said, only up until the past couple years, right? It's been two years since I started actually talking about my feelings and what I was thinking. And when you talk about it, you're putting it out there. And when you talk about it, it doesn't seem as... <sighs> I don't know why I want to say intrusive. Like, your thoughts are intrusive sometimes, you know? Into your own mind. Yeah, like, they seem worse inside than they do when you actually 
verbally speak it and like talk about it like that's why like sometimes like on my lives or or in a video like I just I talk about it because I'm I'm dealing with it and I need to talk about it because I know somebody else is dealing with it and it doesn't seem as crazy when you talk about it as it does when it's in your mind does that make sense yeah well and it also when you put it out there it kind of you, you can you can release that build up yeah and it helps you think about it in a different way too yeah. mm -hmm. it puts it out but there into a different perspective you're you're fighting this every day too you know like the things like for you the it, what happened when you're a kid kind of rooted all these lies into your into your heart you mm -hmm. know because like the story you just talked about you weren't getting in the way that wasn't your intention your intention was to go and be with your dad yeah he was working on something outside and you wanted to go be with him mm -hmm. you know and maybe if he seen your heart it would have been different yeah but <laughs> we can't do that and, you know, whatever your dad was going through that day, whatever was getting him frustrated or whatever, it's like, we don't have control over that. Yeah. But somehow, what people said to us when we were younger or whatever, it's not, it's not true. It's all... It's projection. Yeah, like, what, it, what they put on you is them projecting what they're going through yeah onto, onto you. you and then and then it becomes this lie that you believe about yourself yeah when it's not true mm -hmm. and i think like we were talking about earlier the way to kind of fight that it's it's probably something that's always going to be there these feelings, but you can, there's a way to recognize it yeah. and fight back. Mm -hmm. And when you start feeling these feelings of self-doubt and can I really do this? Like, or you start feeling those lies, like I'm not good enough. It's easy for us to sit there and dwell on mm -hmm. that feeling and that emotion and I think it's good to, when you start feeling that, recognize it. Yeah, acknowledge it. And, and don't dwell on that. Dwell on, start thinking about the actual facts. Look mm -hmm. at things for what they are. You did accomplish this. You can do this. You do it every single day. Yeah. Everything's there. You're running a business that's successful. Right? You are a master at your skill and your craft. You do know what you're talking about when it comes to this, this, and this, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, you did achieve that. You you did get a license doing this. You have certificates for this. You passed that test. You know, whatever it is. And look at the work that you put into all that, those achievements that you don't feel you're worthy of mm -hmm. or you feel like a fraud 
think back at all the all the hard work you put into it. That's no lie. Yeah. But it is, it's easy to just to be able to start dwelling on that those emotions because it hurts. Those yeah. are scars we are left with that don't really go away. They never go away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they subside a little bit, right? Yeah. Well, guys, I wanted to share a little bit about imposter syndrome today because it's definitely something I'm dealing with right now. I don't know if there is anyone else listening that deals with this, but just know you're not alone. I don't have the answer on how to fix it. Like I said, I'm smack in the middle of trying to overcome this thing, but I would love to share this journey with you and hopefully give some encouragement to anyone who struggles with this. We can work through this thing together. Thank you guys for your support and feel free to message me if you're struggling with imposter syndrome or if you have any advice. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I love you so much. Have a great day.